Welcome back to Education Disruption. In this season, we'll be continuing hearing stories from MAP Academy, an alternative high school in Massachusetts that re-engages students in their education. We'll hear stories directly from students about how their journey towards a high school diploma was affected by issues like substance use, housing insecurity, or just the pitfalls of our current education system. We'll also be hearing from MAP Academy's staff about how they work to help students overcome these issues and how their approach to high school education is different. Today, we're gonna talk to Mike Balashi, wraparound co-lead and social worker at MAP Academy, and Jade, a student at MAP. Jade had struggled at her previous school and came to MAP for something different. Mike talks about the first time meeting Jade at MAP Academy. When we first met Jade, she was really just putting up a massive wall. uh, a front, if you will. And she was kind of comfortable with that that front and that person she was pretending to be. A lot of kids come in in a place where they feel like they can't be vulnerable. So I think she came in and, and had a, a mask on, if you will, and it took a lot of time for her to kind of let that guard down, let the wall down. Jade knew she needed a change, but starting at MAP, she realized there were bigger issues she needed to deal with other than just her academics. When I came to MAP, I didn't do anything for like two years. I did nothing. And I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to succeed. I didn't feel the need that I needed my diploma until it kind of just like clicked in my head that like you can't do anything. You can, but you can't do a lot of things without your diploma. So like I needed to work towards helping myself and bettering myself. So I had to work on my anxiety first before anything. But otherwise, my anxiety was probably the one thing that ruined school, like for the whole 13 years of my life. For students that are new to MAP Academy, it can sometimes be a slow process in understanding that the staff are actually willing and well-equipped to work on these issues. But as Mike explains, breaking down the walls can take some time. The, the tough part about a wall like that is finding the balance between getting them to trust us as staff enough to be emotionally vulnerable as well as academically vulnerable. So for Jade in particular, I think it was, um, you know, getting her to buy into taking a couple steps back in order to take, you know, many more steps forward. And um, once you kind of get kids to buy into that, you see, yeah, some of the serious demons that they're struggling with, some of the, the trauma that they've experienced, they, they open up to a select few. Jade's past trauma and her resulting anxiety all contributed to her rocky relationship with school. It was like anxiety caused from like past stuff. It would just, it would build up and then I would get angry at teachers. And now it's like to a point where like, I don't like being mad at a teacher. I feel like it's like, it's disrespectful otherwise. Like when I was, always disrespecting teachers, I was, I didn't care for how they felt. I just, I didn't care at all. Now, like, I generally know, like, you're not supposed to, like, they're trying to help you. Like, they're not here to attack you. So I can't just, you know, come out their neck all the time. And that's another thing I had to learn, too. She would just come to my doorway and stand in my door and say, I'm going to drop out. And so that was, like, her way of being, like, I'm not feeling good. This this is not the way I pictured it. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do all this. Whereas like another school might have been like, no, 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 don't drop out. Sometimes I was like, all right, let me get the paperwork started. It can lighten up the situation. And she's like, yeah, you know that I don't want to do that. I'm like, obviously I know that you don't want to do that. So then we move right on to whatever it is that 
the real issue that she was dealing with was, you know, academically at home. It's it's all different. I needed time to realize, like, by myself, that I needed to do things for me, and not for the people like around me. And then I just came to the conclusion that I need to get up and I need to get a job and I need to make money and I need to save up for college and I need to save up for a car and I need to work towards my license in order to get where I need in life. Especially if I wanna be a vet tech. I can't do that if I don't accomplish my goals. Dealing with these deeper issues is how MAP Academy re-engages students and actually helps them move forward with their academic goals. Nobody can learn, you can't retain information if you're not in a good enough place emotionally um, to like stay focused and, and be engaged. And so I think specifically for someone like Jade, at a typical high school, she might have dropped out. At MAP Academy, the competency-based approach allows us to say, let's put academics aside for a little bit um, to be able to work on you as a person. That's one thing people don't realize because like if I'm anxious, I can't do work. Like I, I won't be able to do it. I'll get overwhelmed. I'll get very stressed out. They know that and they worked on that. So every time they notice that like I'm anxious or like mad or upset, they don't force me to do work. They pretty much just let me sit there for however long I want to or need to and just get back to it on my own. And sometimes it takes me five minutes. It used to take me at least three hours to go back to do my work, but it takes me probably at least five minutes. And then I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna do my work and get it done and over with, instead of ripping it up like I used to, <laughs> which was pretty funny. <laughs> Behind the scenes, especially with Jade, I think you know, she really connected to myself and Rachel and um, a couple specific teachers. And she eventually got to a point where it was so tough for her outside of school that she broke down and trusted us. Um, and because we were able to be there for her emotionally through her mental health um, you know, struggles or through a lot of it's mostly anxiety for her, social anxiety. Um, you know, we caught her when she fell and, and started from a new slate. Building trusting relationships with school staff is key to a student's success. And for Jade, she talks about how having a person like Mike at school directly contributed to her growth. I think just talking to Mike and working on my anxiety and working on my anger, but mostly my anxiety, because that's what triggered a lot of it. And then finally, when we like just kept working towards it, it's just the more like the more I matured mm -hmm. and it's just the more better I became at expressing myself and not being out of control anymore. I never trusted him like that before. I thought he was just this counselor who was just like another person who was just gonna give up on me in my life until like he really understood how I felt through every situation. He was able to really understand why I was having anxiety and why I acted the way I did because of my past trauma. And he was the first person to ever really get that ever and that's when we began to like work on it at first it was a lot of disagreements because i was immature otherwise now i'm just i don't know different matured i guess jade um yeah did not believe that that teachers were truly invested in her as a person you know and viewed her that way 
Um, she did not believe that, you know, she could graduate. She did not believe that she was going to be able to move forward and have her own life. Um, she did not believe that she was going to be able to be in control of her anxiety. So all these things that, that we helped her do really on her own, because we, we kind of sit back and, like I said, redirect and, and give ideas and suggestions and let her make the decisions. Um, her view was that you know, no one truly cared about her. And coming from a background of, um, you know, the, the environment that she grew up in, that's understandable. My mom, obviously, like, she left us. She didn't care about anything but drugs and literally alcohol. She just didn't want her kids anymore. So it just came to a point where, like, we all had to grow up ourselves. We had to teach ourselves pretty much everything. We had to cook for ourselves. Even though my dad was around, it just, he was an alcoholic at the time, too. So it didn't take him probably till about I was nine years old to get better until I went to a foster home. And then he, like, realized that he needs to do what's good for his kids. And then he finally, he got himself together and he did what was best for his kids. But it just sucks because growing up in that timeline of having a toxic mom and, like, Especially when they were together, they made each other so toxic. That's like pretty much what I grew up to. So now that me and my dad grew up to have no bond, we don't get along. There's a lot of differences in the family and there could have been so many things that could have been fixed if things just didn't happen the way they did. Trauma awareness is an important part of MAP Academy's approach. To have students be able to open up and tell their stories, actively work on their mental health, and deal with some of the serious issues they may be facing in their lives outside of school, it directly affects a student's ability to succeed. Uh, you know, we're not a therapeutic school, but we do have a very trauma-focused approach, and I think for someone like Jay to be able to um, work on that now and then do some work in that new mindset, it's gonna allow her to be successful in life. Because she was able to develop those skills and that patience and figure out a bit of who she was, that just, it set them up for success in the long term, well beyond MAP Academy. I think that really allowed her to start to, you know, assume good things, start to proactively predict that people were acting, you know, for their own selfishness, not to like tear her down. And when she's able to kind of make that separation, then she can really look inward and focus on herself and um, feel like she did have a chance, you know, meet people that, that actually cared about her and wanted her to, to do well and, and not get dragged down by people that were maybe bringing some drama and negativity into her life. Um, so it's, you know, really empowering them to make the right decisions to create an environment um, outside of school that is much like school in the way that you know, you're surrounding yourself with people that are saying, yes, you can, yes, you can, yes, you can, to the point where they believe that they can. And Jade's work paid off. She's graduating high school. We asked how she's feeling about graduation. It's so overwhelming to me because like, it's such a big step in my life, getting your diploma. Jade in particular, like her resilience skyrocketed. Um, one small thing could set her back for a long time where she would not engage. And it got to the point where something that 
you know, would maybe cause us to not see her for weeks at all at school was now she was bouncing back within a 10 minute conversation before she left. And that was all on her own rather than us like talking her out of it. And so that's where you see that investment of time pay off over a three year period because we found that balance between time and emotional growth and academics. It lasted three years and it's so much more sustainable than it would have been if we didn't take that time. I feel like a lot of people doubted me to ever become a better person in my life. It's gonna be weird, but it's gonna be a good feeling proving them all wrong, that I could do it regardless, no matter what. Back in the day when she would come in and say like, I don't know what to do. She didn't want to take any chances or have to talk to people or be you know, told no. She's going out there and getting jobs and looking for apartments and making phone calls and doing all these things on herself, uh, on her own by herself. Jade told us one of the most important lessons she learned along the way on this journey. It took me till I was probably about 18 to realize that, like, you need to love yourself, Jade. Like, you need to love yourself and you need to not care what anyone else thinks, regardless of anyone's feelings or anything. You got to do what's best for yourself at the end of the day. It's coming down to you so like that's one one really really big thing that i've learned and am very proud that i learned because i used to hate myself otherwise if i didn't learn that i'd probably still hate myself to this day and wouldn't even be sitting on the chair <laughs> pretty much Thank you for listening to another episode of Education Disruption. And we also want to thank Jade for taking the time to talk to us, tell us her story, and being so open with us. Uh, we wish her all the success and congratulations on your graduation, Jade. If you want to find out more about MAP Academy, you can head to themapacademy.org to see videos from the students and hear more about the MAP model. My name is Nick Tejo. Our editor is Susie Blair. Our executive producer is Kristen Hughes. And this is a Hairpin production.